MLM Nation, episode 52. I mean, I'd rather see someone that's ignorance on fire than knowledge on ice, right? I'd rather see someone, you know, just run through their warm market. And of course, I'd rather they're, you know, somewhat decent with the script and they have a, a, you know, a plan in mind. Don't just call them up and pitch them on your opportunity. You know, actually have a strategy, something you're inviting them to. But at the end of the day, a lot of people, they just are preparing to prepare. And you just got to laser focus, take action and just figure it out as you go. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chan. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan, and I am grateful, I'm energetic, and I am fried up to bring our special guest today, John Melton. John, are you ready to make it happen? Yes, sir. John Melton entered the business world at age 20, hungry and driven to become the best. And that is exactly what he has done. Today, John's a world-class multipreneur and a top-producing elite in the network marketing profession. He is a highly sought-after speaker, coach, and trainer, known for his powerhouse social media, online, and in-home business building and training techniques. John focuses on equipping high-performance entrepreneurs to higher levels of success, helping them generate leads and create thriving businesses with predictable results. He brings a unique honesty to the business world and trains for humor, wisdom, and power that's unmatched. Together with his remarkably talented wife, Nadia Melton, they create My Lifestyle Academy, the premier training platform for entrepreneurs to grow, market, and develop their businesses online. So, John, I've given MLM Nation just a brief intro, but please share more about your background, how you came across network marketing. Well, I really appreciate, first of all, Simon, you having me on your show, and uh, I love what you're doing for the industry, and I think it's just a great platform to really share insights, stories, experiences uh, amongst a lot of the elite leaders in the industry and different companies. So I've been already tuned in. Uh, for about a month now with your podcast and been listening to some of the leaders you've had on. And I just love, again, what you've been doing for the industry, number one. Number two, uh, my wife and I actually met in network marketing 13 years ago. Uh, we got involved in a company that was a, you know, a, a fairly new company. It was a startup company at the time. I literally knew nothing about network marketing, uh, but we got involved, uh, or I got involved. I met Nadia. She was already in the company and, you know, we were kind of, uh, you know, competition, I guess you could say. <laughs> we used to compete with each other. We were sidelined. Anyway, we, uh, we were on the same team and, you know, we had a lot of success working uh, within that organization. And, you know, the, the company itself actually went out of business, but the entire organization stuck together and we actually went over to another company. And to be honest, I just wasn't into it at that time. When that first company went under, I mean, I put my heart and soul into it for two years and even though I learned a lot, at the end of the day, it just didn't work out. So we went in a different direction and I went into the mortgage business and I actually did mortgages for a couple of years and, you know, made some pretty good income, made about $600,000 in four years. Uh, but at the end of the day, I didn't have residual income. I wasn't able to leverage my time for the time and efforts of other people. So I got back into network marketing in 2006 and was with the company for about seven years. And that's really where we first started to make uh, you know, a, a legitimate income. We made our first six-figure income within the industry. 
Wow, fantastic. You know, um, I guess you got the, your biggest catch, your most important recruit in network marketing, right? Which is yes. Nadia. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, 100%. That is awesome. So share a story, what you consider your worst moment in network marketing. Would it be like when that company closed down or did you have previous – I mean, obviously that was a very low point. But I actually want to know during your growth as a networker, like obviously you came with no experience. You had to uh, – Learn how to prospect and stuff. What was the hardest part of the whole business? Your one of your worst moments. Well, I mean, it was definitely tough when that company went out of business. You know, I. But here's how I look at it. You know, business. You're going to have different situations, circumstances, things happen in business, right? Like I lost a lot of money in real estate. Lost about a million dollars in real estate at one point during the uh, the market crash. So, I mean, my network marketing. Uh, I guess you could say uh, some of the low points in network marketing were never as bad as some of the things I experienced in my personal life and uh, in my traditional business. So uh, I will say that when that company went out of business, sure, that was at the time a big thing, a big deal. Um, but, you know, I, I believe what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And I will say one thing that we realized several years ago we had one source of income, you know, even though we were in a network marketing company and we were there for about seven years and did pretty good, it still was only one source of income. So if we had a bad month, we had a bad quarter, even a bad year, we were in trouble. So I'm definitely happy that I, I realized the value and diversification and, you know, investing money in the right places, creating other income streams. Um, I see a lot of people that that get involved in the industry and they're looking to get rich quick or they want to quit their job and they do it prematurely. And I love what Jim Rohn talks about the magic of part time, you know, really making sure that you have a good part time income with your business because it's a more electrifying story, right? It sounds better to make two to three thousand a month part time than it does to make two to three thousand a month full time. So, you know, I, I wouldn't say there was any really bad uh, situation. I will say that I've learned from a lot of my experiences and, um, you know, sometimes you win, sometimes you learn like John Maxwell always talks about. I definitely feel that uh, branding ourselves and learning how to create an online image, you know, really learn attraction marketing and learning social media. That was something that really helped us. Uh, because at one point we had one source of income and we just we wanted to go in a different direction with that income, with that company we were with. It was challenging for us just because it was our only source of income. We had kind of branded ourselves, Simon, as the leaders within that company instead of now, you know, today we do a lot of generic training, coaching. We uh, teach network marketers and, and different types of entrepreneurs that aren't even in network marketing how to really leverage social media and the internet to build their business. And, you know, that's, again, that's why I love what you're doing with your blog and your podcast. I think it's fantastic because it just elevates the industry. Oh, I totally agree with you. By the way, thank you for the kind words at the beginning of the show when you talked about what we've been doing. Uh, it, you know, thank you for that. Especially, it means a lot coming from someone like you who actually are a business entrepreneur. I've done that with marketing and done other things. So thank you, John. Absolutely. You know, uh, you brought up a good point about the importance of branding. I think one of the best parts of network marketing is that we use it uh, but not just to get rich quick, but it's a great platform to brand ourselves. And you've done a good mm -hmm. job with your branding yourself online. And that, you know, the companies may come and go. And unfortunately, you've seen that. The companies go under. Yeah. But you never lose your brand, right? As long exactly. as John Melton's around, that's for you forever. I think Network yes. Marketing creates a, is an awesome platform to allow us to do that. So if a new distributor or someone who's had some success right now, they're listening to this, and they're saying, what should they invest in? Like, 
should they just stay with a job or maybe they're full time? What should they put the other? I mean, what should they do? Because obviously you have multiple streams of income. What would you, mm-hmm. you know, what advice would you give the average distributor to do? Well, I definitely think an average distributor that is getting started on a part time basis needs to plug into a system. You know, a system is so critical when you're new, when you're part time. Don't wing it. Don't just randomly do things that you think are going to work because, I mean, it's just like any business, right? If I were to invest in real estate, I would rather invest into uh, real estate investments with a you know realtor, with somebody that knows what they're doing, someone that can guide me in the right direction or have a mentor, have a coach uh, and, you know, in sports, right? Some of the greatest athletes in the world have a coach. They have someone that guides them and, and, and you know, helps them along the way. So I think plugging into a system, having a mentor, uh, I think, you know, that's very important. When you're part time, I mean, you can't do it all. You know, if you actually do build a decent sized organization on a part time basis, if you don't have any upline support, if you don't have a system, your business is going to grow. Sure. But at some point it's going to collapse. And that's why a system is so important. I mean, if you look at franchises, you know, the, the you know, biggest businesses in the world today are franchises, whether it's, you know, Starbucks, McDonald's, you know, Dunkin' Donuts. They have a system in place. And I think having a system, especially when you're part time, is so critical because you can't give it a full time effort. But if there's a system in place, you can have a whole lot of people doing a little bit and make a full time income. And then when the money is literally knocking you over and it's costing you money to go to work, then at that time, you can fire your boss. You could then maybe sell your business. But just be careful because I've seen a lot of people, you know, they, they, they burn themselves out because they push too hard or they're just trying to force it or they're winging it. You know, and those things always backfire. You've got to have long-term vision when you're in network marketing. You've got to be consistent. You've got to build relationships. But at the end of the day, everything duplicates. So if you build it the, the, the right way, that'll duplicate. And if you build it the wrong way, unfortunately, that'll duplicate too. You had mentioned, obviously, you've been in business since uh, 20 years old, right? You entered the business world. If someone actually duplicates and has some money, because I think the two biggest mistakes, number one, which you just mentioned, people go full-time too early. So then they're stressed, and then the business is no longer fun. They don't have the great story of like Jim Rohn, part-time income. And then the second mistake is they make the money and they spend it all, right? So if someone actually has some money making it, uh, what should they do? Should they invest in save money for stocks or real estate, or maybe they should just put it in the bank and just let it sit there for a while? What would you What would you suggest? Well, one thing that you can always invest in and you can guarantee returns is investing in yourself. I absolutely agree. That's good. Yeah, yeah, investing in your education. For instance, if someone is listening to this podcast right now. Maybe they're getting some insight. Maybe they're learning something from our conversation. I mean, I've been in the industry 13 years. I know you've been doing this for some time too, Simon. So if people are plugging in to what we're doing and what we're saying is resonating with them and it's making sense to them, then I'm sure they would appreciate that there's so much you can learn from other like-minded leaders, you know, leaders that have the same vision, but they've been doing it longer. So if you can invest into, you know, their seminars, their books, like, you know, someone goes out and buys 
you know, Eric Worre's book or Brian Carruthers. I mean, there's a lot of great leaders that have written books on network marketing. There's also some big events you can attend, right? I know Art Jonick has an, a, a network marketing seminar. You know, Ray Higdon runs events. Uh, Eric Worre has different events. But also within the company you're a part of, there's probably events and conference calls and webinars. That would be the number one thing I would want to invest my time into. I would definitely invest in you know, some type of, uh, you know, personal development, whether it's, you know, Danny Johnson or, you know, Darren Hardy, Jim Rohn, Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, you know, some companies have these types of uh, third party speakers that come to their events and speak. Uh, maybe they even do, you know, private coaching, stuff like that. But ultimately, you know, I'm sure you've done this. I know I've done this. I've also invested outside of my company. Uh, I've invested in, in, you know, courses and coaching and, you know, mentoring different things. So I think ultimately that's a great investment. But also I'm a big believer in tax-free retirement income. So I actually have some uh, fixed index universal life policies. I also invest in uh, precious metals. I do have some real estate investments. So I think it's good to diversify, but ultimately you got to find something that you're comfortable with. You know, the one thing I made a mistake with back when I was killing it in the mortgage business, everybody was making money in mortgages then. I absolutely invested in something I knew nothing about and it was at the peak of the market, investing in real estate. I lost over a million dollars in real estate. So, you know, that was one thing that that I probably should have thought about ahead of time. I should have done more research before investing that much money, you know, especially when everybody's investing in something, that's when you need to be a little <laughs> skeptical. That's when you need to be a little hesitant. So that would be some of my, you know, suggestions. You can never go wrong investing in your own education and personal development. I love your answer. I think you gave the best answer out there because like a lot of people ask me, should I go to real estate? Should I buy this? Should I do the restaurants? And uh, you know, you, you just shared like one of the biggest mistakes is getting to something you have no idea about unless you really understand, right? Yep. And I, I think, in, and I know you've done this, is like a lot of times it's like serendipity, magical ideas just come from, you know, they come out from your subconscious mind just by going to self-discovery, like self-development, mm-hmm. like you said, because one thing leads to another, right? You go yes. to an event, you meet one person, you have a conversation. The event is not just listening to the training. The best part of the event is the networking. You hear it's like some leader share some idea, you get an idea and you learn there and then you start reading a book and then one book leads to another book and then it leads to a course and all of a sudden you discover an entire field or different profession, different things that you can invest in. Like that's how yeah. I got into coaching. I never yeah. knew about it. It's just talking to one person, one person got interested, read a book and you know, it was like a rapid, what do you call it, rabbit hole. You just keep going down after 20, 30 books. I was like, oh, and that's actually how I came across a podcast. Someone said, check out this podcast. And next thing you know, I'm doing a podcast. So that's, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, this has happened like a year ago. I, I mean, I listened to podcasts back in 05, which is when it, it was really difficult. You had to download them and convert them and drag them onto your uh, MP3 play, your iPod. And then like about like a year and a half ago, I started listening to podcasts. And I was like, oh, this is pretty good. And I was I wasn't even listening to, uh, mostly wasn't having that much business. It was like health and fitness, eating healthy, spiritual mm-hmm. podcasts, you know, Christian podcasts. And it's like, this is pretty cool. And that gave me the idea to now to do this. So I, I thought that was an awesome answer, John. It's just invest in yourself and be patient. And over time, you would, you know, if, as long as you're searching and working, the answer will come to you. So thank you for sharing that. And, and you know what's interesting? It doesn't always have to take finances to invest. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. You know, I mean, you can invest just your time and honestly that's i mean there's so much on youtube you know uh you can find a good blog or a podcast like this and learn so much for free 
There's a lot of free information out there. Now, of course, if you're ever wanting to take it to the next level, there's always going to be a paid course or a book you can purchase. But, I mean, it's unbelievable how much is out there. Sometimes it's almost a bad thing how much is out there. You have to just pick maybe a couple trainers or coaches or strategies and really stick with it and figure out how it's going to work for you and your organization. The one challenge today, we don't just have shiny ball syndrome because people are hopping around from one MLM to another. I'm sure you've seen this. I know I've seen it quite a bit, but there's also people hopping around from one strategy to another, right? They're on Facebook marketing their business. The next month they're marketing on Twitter and they don't like Facebook anymore. And then the next month they're going, I'm just going to do home meetings, social media and the internet doesn't work. And then they're making YouTube video. It's just like, listen, Anything can work if you work it over a sustained period of time. You got to be consistent. You have to be optimistic and you have to improve as you go. You can't expect – like I had a girl just contact me the other day because she she plugs into a lot of our social media training. We have a social media course that she purchased and she was having trouble converting leads. And I'm like, look, you just got the course two weeks ago. You can't expect to get instant gratification, especially if you've never had success in the profession before. You have to give it time. Right. So. Two weeks is like, God, that's like trying to be a doctor in two weeks. Yeah. I appreciate her asking, but I said, listen, maybe you need to, you know, and she told me she hadn't even finished the entire course yet. She hadn't even finished the closing module where we talk about closing. And I'm like, well, you know, <laughs> that's the first most important first. module. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and, and people are looking for, you know, an easy answer. And you and I both know there isn't an easy answer. Yeah. I think if there was an answer, like the secret is like what you said, John, is like, you know, like, because I get the question all the time, which social media should I do? Just pick one and just be really, really good at it. It's having that focus, like not yes. going after the shiny object. And when they're chasing all these LinkedIn and then I'm doing Twitter and Instagram, no one believes, no one, there's no trust because there's no consistency, right? There's no yes. commitment. Just even yep. if you pick the worst social media network out there, you don't even know what is the worst social media, right? My, MySpace. MySpace, right? Yeah, if you pick MySpace, <laughs> if you took MySpace and be like an expert, just dominate MySpace and spend all your time making, be really, really good at MySpace, you get better results than trying to do everything. Yeah. Are you right. on Periscope yet, Simon? I signed up. I haven't been on yet. You know, yeah, it's, it's just- a really neat thing. I mean, it literally seems like in the last week, all of the big names are getting on Periscope. And it is, it is another just social media platform. In some ways, it can be a distraction because like you just said, They're hopping around and trying different things. But at the same time, if you are consistently leveraging a podcast, Craigslist, you know, Periscope, whatever, there's so much value in doing it. The one challenge I see though today, especially with social media, is a lot of people, those platforms to pitch and spam their product and opportunity. And it's more so a platform or any platform for that matter is more so a warm market generator, a communications you know, platform, and really a way to build your brand and attract people to you. Like you and I aren't doing this podcast right now, pitching our opportunities. We're, we're both in different companies. We could absolutely talk about our specific companies, but we're not. We're bringing value to the marketplace, and, and you know, if you look at the the individuals with the biggest audience, the most followers, having the most success today in the industry, honestly, it's the ones that are providing value. 
they're connecting with people, and they're not constantly pitching their opportunity as the end-all, be-all. And I think that's that's no matter what platform you're on, whether it's LinkedIn, whether it's Periscope, Twitter, it doesn't matter. Just provide value and make real connections and build real relationships. If you have long-term vision, it shouldn't matter if some of those relationships turn out to be a lead or a business partner, a customer or not. Absolutely. So ML Nation, you can tell John uh, John Melton is an online expert here. Where can he, by the way, I know we put your link to the show notes. If people want to learn more about what you do, where can they go? Uh, realjohnmelton.com. That's my blog. I have a lot of free training on there on closing, follow-up, social media, offline building. It, anything that I've learned over the last 13 years, it's somewhere on my blog. And we also have mylifestyleacademy.com. Mylifestyleacademy.com, people can actually access our new mastermind group, our Facebook group. It's free. Uh, anybody can can be a part of it. And that's going to also be geared geared towards attraction marketing, branding, social media specifically. So that would probably be the best two links I would put out there for sure. Awesome. And we'll put them in the show notes link uh, on mlnation.net. And then you search for John Melton at the search bar and it'll pop up. You know, you just talked about really good stuff. And I know we kind of went off track because it's not like a normal episode, but this is so good, the info you're sharing. And you talk about giving value. And um, you asked about Periscope. I just got a really great idea just by you asking me about Periscope. And, and that's like, you know, people who asked, what should I do? Just invest in self-development. Talk to like, you know, successful people like John, other leaders. When you listen to these episodes, you go to John's blog, you get ideas. And I just got a great idea from Periscope um, that I got to share with you. When I, if I ever implement it, but getting back well, to Simon, that, Simon, I'll tell you what too. Nadia was actually periscoping the first about ten minutes of this conversation out to all her followers. So you know, I mean, there's so many neat things you can do. We actually did a generic uh, speaking engagement uh, in Denver. I don't remember when it was. I guess two months ago. It was in April. So while we were there to do our own, we were doing a training on social media. We did anyway. The point is, we were out there as Basically, the speakers that spoke after Grant Cardone. Wow. And Grant spoke for about an hour and a half. Now, he did it through Skype, but you know what I mean? Like, he, he would, did it specifically for about 175 entrepreneurs in Denver. And it was neat because what he did was he spoke directly to the crowd that was in the audience, right? All of us. But he periscoped the whole thing. And that was the first time I saw the power of Periscope because he had all of his thousands of followers getting you know the live feed from what he was saying to that little group and you could watch the replay of that periscope so i mean it's just amazing how today you can really build a brand so much faster by leveraging social media if you learn how to do it and it's going to be a little bit of a learning curve and if i was new to mlm that wouldn't be the first thing i would do if i brought someone into my business today that would not be the first thing i would talk about but let's say they're in 6 months you know, they've had some success or they haven't. Now it might be time to start teaching them how to brand themselves and attract people to them because maybe at this point, you know, they've kind of ran through a lot of their warm market list. Yeah. And, and the key is to also be focused. Like, yes. I mean, I signed up for Periscope about like a month and a half ago and I haven't really used it because, like you said, sometimes there's just so much stuff going on. And exactly. my focus is just to be dominant on Facebook. That's my yes. 2015. It's the work on my, you know, my business page, my personal profiles, the Love MLM it. Nation page. And some, you simply don't, you just don't have time and still have yeah. a life, right? You're so right. if you're going to choose Periscope and go all out and just dominate and be good at it, but just don't yeah. jump around and do everything. And I think yeah. a lot of the top 
um, not just the networkers, online marketers, none of them are very, every, you know, they're good in every channel, in every exactly. social media. They're smart. Right. They pick one, and then they're really, really good at it. You know, yep. so, uh, and that's the same thing with um, prospecting. You choose one, you know, maybe you, you, if you want to, and this is, the, this is an issue I see all the time. People have already, you know, the company has all these products. They try to sell every product, right? But they can never <laughs> do a great presentation or testimony about all the products. Instead, I tell them, just focus on one and be that mm-hmm. expert. If you do weight loss, be the expert at that. If you do energy drinks, be the expert on that. And just, but, but really focused. Yeah. No, that's a great point. Absolutely. You have to laser focus. And actually, some of the biggest uh, earners in the industry are in companies that only have a couple products or, you know, they only have really a weight loss focus or they only have a, you know, an energy deregulation focus, whatever that looks like. So you, you don't need, you're right. You hit the nail on the head. You don't need to, to be on every platform. You don't need to learn every prospecting strategy out there. In fact, some people have analysis paralysis, right? And they want to really perfect their script. They want to perfect this and they want to, you know, learn how to do this and learn how to do that. And I'm thinking, you know, have you even called your neighbors? Right. Or is it an excuse like, oh, I got to study more because I'm not ready yet. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I want to master the script before I invite anybody. Like, dude, you've been in six months, man. I mean, you know, just, just wing it. I mean, I'd rather see someone that's ignorance on fire than knowledge on ice, right? I'd rather see someone, you know, just run through their warm market. And of course I'd rather they're, you know, somewhat decent with the script and they have a, a, you know, a plan in mind. Don't just call them up and pitch them on your opportunity, you know, actually have a strategy, something you're inviting them to. But at the end of the day, a lot of people, they just are preparing to prepare and you just got to laser focus, take action and just figure it out as you go. Absolutely. Hey, I want to take uh, back to your journey. Uh, who introduced you to network marketing? And when you, at what age did you get started? And what was your initial reaction? Were you receptive or were you like, oh, not sure? Um, great questions. Well, first of all, I was very receptive. Um, I felt like I had you know, died and gone to heaven, to be honest with you. I was not a very good student in high school, um, dropped out of community college. I just wasn't excited Uh, In fact, I dropped out of community college to do network marketing, Hmm. but I wasn't excited about getting a job, getting a nine to five, but I didn't know anything about being an entrepreneur. I didn't even know what an entrepreneur really was. I mean, you know, in school, you don't really learn about business ownership. You know, all my friends wanted to go to school and get a job and I didn't know what I didn't know at that time, but I knew I didn't want a desk job. I didn't want to go get a four year degree. I wasn't excited or inspired to go get an education and just be an employee. And I was waiting tables, just kind of going through the motions and, you know, really just into that, you know, kind of like uh, social scene, right? Just more into partying and having a good time. And it wasn't really sure the direction of my life. I was still living at home with, with mom and dad. But, you know, the bottom line is at 20 years old, I'm waiting tables. Um, my, you know, at the time I didn't really know the guy, but now today he's one of my best friends. But his girlfriend at the time had told me, that he was doing some type of business and I should check it out. So he ends up picking me up, right? Pick them up so they show up, right? <laughs> so he picks me up, brings me out to an opportunity meeting at an office. Back then they called them briefings. Hmm. I, was in a, I was in a company called Trek Alliance. I don't know if you ever heard of it. But anyway, long story short, that was my first exposure to network marketing. I never heard of Amway. I never knew anything about you know Mary Kay, Herbalife, direct sales, nothing. And there, was, there wasn't really much of, you know, Access, much access to internet. So it wasn't like I could just get online and Google it. You know what I'm saying? This was in 2001, I believe. Um, but I know I, I got involved in September 
Yeah, September 2001. It was the month before I turned 21. And the only thing that I was a little hesitant about, I remember getting involved in, you know, buying a couple hundred dollars in product. Uh, they sold lotions, potions, pills, water filters, skincare, hair care, and cleaning products. <laughs> uh-huh. I've said that a couple times. But the thing that I was hesitant about, honestly, is I was I was hesitant because I didn't I didn't know if anybody would listen to me. I was broke. I didn't have any money. You know, I mean, I was living at home with my parents. So that was a little bit challenging, but I was so inspired and I was so competitive that I just made the uncomfortable calls because they told me to. I, I, I did the things they told me to do because they said, this is what you have to do to be successful. And I wonder if that company didn't go out of business, if they would have done some things differently, uh, where it would be today. But ultimately, I'm so glad that experience happened. I'm so glad that I was a part of that that environment at such a young age because it made me who I am today. So what was the turning point? Uh, like when the light bulb went off and you're like an aha moment and your business just took off. I guess it was, uh, well, this is more of a personal story, but I didn't really have as much to do with business, but one of my really good friends I grew up with in high school, you know, him and I at some point just kind of went in different directions. And even though I got into network marketing and then I got into mortgages, he was just, just having a tough time finding his way. And, you know, unfortunately drugs got the best of him, and he ended up committing suicide. And it was one of my really good friends growing up and still was a friend, but we weren't quite as close over those last, you know, several years. But I mean, it was like a brother to me, you know? So when that happened, um, him and I had always talked about, you know, quitting drinking and just never drinking again. Both of us weren't the best when we drank, we weren't, um, uh, I guess you could say we didn't make the best decisions when we would drink alcohol. So, you know, some people can drink a glass of wine every day and be fine. If I drank one, I was drinking 10, you know. So um, at a young age, I decided to to quit drinking. And shortly after he did that, after, you know, he passed, uh, my wife got pregnant with our, you know, second child. We now have a 10-year-old and a 6-year-old. We get to be stay-at-home parents. And, you know, they mean the world to me. My wife and I have a phenomenal relationship. And a lot of that is also because of personal growth and and just being aware of, of what it takes to be a, a great husband and father. But long story short, when I made that decision, that was right around December 2007 to January 2008. It was right around New Year's. I decided I was, you know, done with drinking. I was going to laser focus on my business and it also didn't help that the mortgage business Simon around that time was getting really bad. I mean, I was working twice as hard, half the money. I was realizing there was just no residuals, you know, I was only as good as my last month. I just didn't see myself doing mortgages long term. So, that was, you know, around that time I made that decision just kind of, you know, the stars aligned and, you know, I haven't looked back since. I've been full-time in network marketing since uh, I guess about February 2008. Awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. And I haven't drank since. Not That's even since a bigger alcohol. accomplishment. Yeah. Congrats on that. Thanks. Now, let's share another story. What would, you, what would you consider to be a proudest moment in network marketing? Proudest moment. You know, I mean there's been a lot of proud moments. I mean we've, we've had some big success as far as you know, big bonus checks, rank advancing. I think all of that has been neat, you know, helping other people have success. I think that's been a, a pretty neat thing. Uh, but you know, I, I, I love helping someone build their brand. I feel so proud when someone is starting to generate leads for their business online and when they're starting to actually make money in their network marketing business, even if it's just you know doubling their initial investment. I know it might sound small, but I feel more proud of someone 
that is having success in my organization or someone that's not even in my organization because I coach and, and train people in a lot of different companies and they buy our courses and they apply what they're learning and they get results. Like I always feel so proud when someone applies what we're teaching and they get a result. Like I, I'm just very big into to, to teaching actual content and strategy and not just making people feel good and saying really good quotes and saying really motivational you know, sentences and, and it turns into this really great, exciting, feel-good conversation. But then they don't actually have real strategy to go out and get results. Yeah, so, it's where's the beef? Where's the meat? Yeah, I always just feel so good when someone comes back to me and they go, I generated my first lead online or you know, I made my first sale or – you know. Hey, I had a home meeting and I signed up two people using your closing techniques. You know, I'm always feeling so good when that happens. Another proud moment I would have to say is when I was able to fire my boss officially and go full time in network marketing and, you know, and then, and then, you know, a couple of years later launching my blog and now we have our own courses. We're actually launching our own podcast as well. You know, so I think there's, there's a lot of, uh, little accomplishments that I'm more proud of than some of the big accomplishments even though that's always great to hit a big rank and you know get an award, get a trophy, go on a retreat, you know I think we've been on you know probably maybe a dozen and a half retreats over the last thirteen years, which is awesome. A lot of paid you know expense type vacations and trips and stuff like that. I mean, there's so many different things I would say. I guess I'm I guess you could say I'm proud of, but nothing makes me happier or more fulfilled than helping somebody get a result in their business, whether they're in my organization or, you know, in a totally different company. I got people that are not even in network marketing that are getting results, you know, leveraging social media and the internet to build their real estate business, their property management company, their insurance business, whatever. So it's, uh, it's really exciting for sure. What's the one thing that excites you the most about network marketing? So in other words, like what's your vision of how this profession is shaping up to be? I mean, I just love the freedom, the lifestyle and the people you meet. I mean, you know, I don't really like when I see a marketer, especially a leader that knows it's not real, when they say, oh, you know, work hard for two to five years and, you know, retire and never have to worry about money again. I don't, I don't really believe that's reality. I don't even know if that's ever happened that someone worked hard for two years and they just stopped building cash <laughs> checks, as you know. So even five years, you know, I mean, you look at some of the highest paid marketers in network marketing, they're still building their business. In fact, some of them are working harder now as a seven-figure earner than they were when they were a five- and four-figure earner. Yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. And, and I, I think, you know, I, I can't remember what book they talk about this, but they talk about once you get to a certain level of success, it's no more about – it's no longer about making money, right? I mean what's the big difference in making $5 million a year and $10 million a year, right? It's more about – Having a legacy, you know, fulfilling uh, more of more just I guess you could just say it's more fulfilling to inspire people and share your story and share wisdom and insight. I think that's more exciting long term than just, you know, making enough money to quit your job, you know. So I, I love the freedom. I love the people. I mean, some of the best people I've ever met in my life are either in network marketing or they were in network marketing and now they're you know, more so a, a speaker or a coach, uh, an author. I mean look at like you know, a Darren Hardy, Les Brown, Jim Rohn. A lot of these guys started out in network marketing. 
you know. So I love that. I mean, you know, Todd Falcone, Eric Worre, these guys were, you know, top earners in network marketing and now they're trainers. You know, so some of the best people I've ever met are inside of this profession and, you know, being able to wake up when you're done sleeping, being able to travel the world and write it off on your taxes, or at least some of it off, off on your taxes, right? Got to be careful. <laughs> but, you know, the fact of the matter is it's, it's just, you know, about that lifestyle and, and the people you're surrounded by. I don't believe that there's any other industry out there where you can have that type of scenario, right? You can make a lot of money in real estate. I just don't know if you're going to be plugged into personal development like you are in network marketing. I don't know if you're going to meet so many inspired people and driven people like you do in this profession. Plus, let's be honest, in real estate, it's a little bit more cutthroat. Everybody's kind of in it for themselves, right? You don't maybe have as much of a vested interest in, in sharing your insight and your knowledge with other people. So um, I don't know of a better industry and I definitely love you know the amount of money we've made. We've made six figures between mortgages and then network marketing you know, for the last decade straight. So I, I, I love that we've, you know, made great money, but I think it's more about the way we earn money that I love, you know, being able to earn residual income, being able to leverage your time, the time and efforts of other people and uh, really pour into people. And, you know, I know people that, that say because of network marketing, because of the trainings and the seminars they've plugged into podcasts, just like this, the books they've read, they're a better husband, a better parent, uh, a better friend, Right. So I just think all around there's nothing better than network marketing and that's what excites me about it. Yeah, I love your vision. First of all, your vision, what you just described, exactly why I love this business is because my th- I have three beliefs. Right. Number one is that network marketing allows us to fulfill our potential. Like I think every one of us are born with unlimited potential. But for whatever reason, it's kind of dormant, hidden. Maybe like you, you weren't a good student, you you basically weren't doing well in community college, but you had all this talent and skills and network marketing brought it out of you. You're and right. The second thing I love about network marketing, my belief is it allows us to give more, right? You just shared. Yeah. We, and this is the own, only profession where we give. Like yeah. You start about real estate. It's like, oh, I might not share all the secrets. But here we're openly sharing, openly giving, and yeah. it attracts good people. And the third thing is, like you said, the legacy allows us to be better spouses and better parents. I mean, yeah. what's more important than that? Being better parents. You know, if you want the world to be better and raise better children, right? <laughs> that's the future generation. And, and I just cringe. Like if I had my kids earlier – because uh, my kids are like two, almost two, and like a four-year-old. Ten years ago, before I got started with network, actually, fifteen years ago, before I got started with network marketing, like I wouldn't even know like the stuff I'm teaching my kid now to be positive, you know, yep. negative self-talk or like you know setting goals, being grateful. I never knew any of that stuff before I came across this profession. It's scary too, isn't it? Simon? It's scary. It's like, oh my god, what would have happened to my parents. kids? You know, you see other parents parenting their children. And they're just, they just don't have a clue. They have no idea. And, and again, I wouldn't have either. You know, I didn't notice when people were negative. I didn't notice when people were, uh, you know, basically doubting their, their potential and their, their ability. It's, it's, it's a shame. I mean, my son's 10 years old. He plays baseball at a very competitive level. Believe it or not, 10-year-old travel baseball is very competitive. And, and we did notice just recently him starting to become kind of negative and make excuses. So we just had him listen to Art Williams. That's awesome. We had him listen to Darren Hardy. We had him listen to a couple other uh, CDs. I can't remember all the CDs we were having listened to. It was like five or six different CDs, you know, different audios. And we're like, we're like, listen, we're not going to listen to any music on the way to the game. We're not going to listen to any music on the way to laser tag or on the way to school, whatever. You're going to listen to personal development 
And absolutely, it has affected his mindset, his attitude, especially Art Williams. I think that was probably, you know, the just do it speech yeah, yeah. and some of his other recordings, even though it's from like 25 years ago. That was probably, out of all the ones he listened to, Art was probably the one that affected him the most. Plus, Art Williams, if you ever listen to him, he's very entertaining with that, that southern draw, you know? So, um, anyway, but it's, it's, it's so critical and it scares me to think if I didn't have any personal development myself, I wouldn't even have known how to stop him from going in that, that direction and having that negative attitude. Right. You, know? you probably think this is normal. He's going the right direction. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I also like your style. Like you talk about unique honesty because it's very similar to my no B- what I call it, my no BS, no hype style of training where it's like I just give it to you the way it is and you're yeah. very direct as well. Like I'm also, I have a personal thing against people who say, oh, work hard for two years and you can retire, right? Because the, the, <laughs> the paradox is if you actually had the mindset that I'm going to work hard for even two to five years and never work again, if you have that mindset, that person would never become successful. Right? A- absolutely. This is the, that's the ironic thing. The people who earn the most, they're constantly working. And it's the same reason why Warren Buffett is still working. Bill Gates, yeah. he's still working probably harder than any of us on his charity now. Right? Absolutely. So, they all have a purpose. They have they a have purpose, a, right. They have right. a much bigger purpose than just making money at this point. So it's – you know, it's it's just a weak-minded person that doesn't. They just don't get it. They're you know they're they're trying to take advantage of of other weak-minded people by by selling the hype and selling you know the 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 part of network marketing that we know is just not a reality. It's just not rea- realistic to think you can work hard for two to five years and literally do nothing. Now you may be able to quit your job after two to five years, sure, but five years from now you're still going to have new people joining your business. I hope. And somebody has to guide those individuals and, you know, help those people get to where you are. And sure, there might be other leaders in your organization above you or below you that are doing those things. But if you just completely disconnect, I mean, you know, what kind of leader would that be? Right. And and even even like Dexter Yeager is still building Amway, even if it's more on a very, you know, reactive, I'll just show up to the big events type of, you know, strategy at this point. I'm sure he's still like if his leaders call him, he's going to answer the phone. He's going to answer the phone, right? Right. He's not going to send him the voicemail. I mean, that's basically <laughs> your family. I mean, some of my closest friends, the people I care most about, are are in network marketing. So you know, there's never really a point where you just literally do nothing and cash checks. But it is nice to know that if you took a week off, you still make money. You take a month off to travel the world, you're still able to make money. I think. I think that's the part that, that we're all attracted to, right? Right. That's, and, and that's even some people who are actually kind of uh, leaders who have that passive income mm-hmm. but not building the businesses, they're busy doing other things, right? They're yes. doing other businesses. So they're just working just Good as point. hard building another yeah. business while the MLM business is kind of funding and supporting that. So Yeah, that's a great point. Hey, we got to wrap up. I want some couple quick questions because you're like – I feel like you're like a brother from another mother. We have the same style. We're around <laughs> the same age, and we, we get along. But i got to wrap it up a little bit because we're going a little bit over on time. Sure. Uh, some really quick questions just to pick your brain, okay? Yep. What is one of your favorite success quotes that's motivated you, John? Work harder on yourself than you do in your job. I love that. Classic from Jim Rohn. Yes. What was stopping you uh, from getting started with network marketing? Not having the money. Not having the belief in myself. Okay. What is the one habit that's helped you become successful? I'm extremely consistent. I'm very diligent with follow-up and building relationships. I love it. 
What is the best piece of advice you ever got? You got to think long term. And it's hard sometimes to believe that you can be the leader or you can actually be that that top income earner in your company. It's it's I mean, especially when you're brand new, it's hard to believe you could actually be a trainer and a speaker one day and have thousands of people on your team. But you just had to put one foot in front of the other and have that 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 faith that one day you will get there. But it's going to take time. It's going to take adversity and you're going to have some ups and downs. It's just all part of life. None of us are getting out alive, right? There's going to be ups and downs. So just embrace it and think long term. What's the best piece of advice you ever got? To think long term, to absolutely think long term and invest in myself and realize that it's, it's not going to be an overnight success. There's no such thing as overnight success. What's your favorite prospecting tool? So, for example, if someone's interested in your company, your products, um, just say that you qualify them already, you're presenting to them. Do you use a newsletter? Do you get them on a webinar or you send them a well, link? Well, if to they're local, video? if they're great question, if they're local, I would invite them to either come out to a live event, like we have a weekly meeting here in Baltimore, um, as an example. But if I can't physically meet with them, I love giving them a capture page. My wife and I and a, a couple other partners started myduplicationacademy.com. So we have different capture pages for different companies and universal pages and autoresponders and stuff like that. So uh, that's what I like to give people, a capture page, because I know most people don't say yes after a first exposure. So I like to have a tool, a system that will follow up with those individuals and it helps build my list as well, you know, my, my, my prospects for my network marketing business. So that's, that's what I like to use as a capture page. What's one of your favorite apps or online resources, uh, for example, like an Evernote or a Dropbox that you could recommend to our listeners? Hmm, great question. I mean, my favorite apps are the social media apps, <laughs> Facebook, there Instagram, you, you know, all the different social media apps. I would say that's probably, you know, how I do all my damage. In fact, I probably recruited personally at least 300 people using Facebook alone. Wow. That's and how many years in the, in the 300 people? Uh, just over the last several years. I mean, I didn't really start using Facebook that much until about 2012. Yeah. That's when I really started to learn and study social media and how to, you know, generate leads and attract people from all over. And then I would say I probably hit it the hardest in 2013. And, and again, it's not just about signing someone up. It's about, you know, using Facebook to continue the conversation, continue communicating with your organization and to your audience. So, and as you know, if you also have a fan page, I mean, you can literally reach any demographic anywhere in the world and do so much target marketing. It's, it's unbelievable. So Facebook's my number one. And then, you know, I have uh, some of my, you know, secondary platforms that I like to utilize as well. At ML Nation, if you're not good in math, that's 300 people in about three years. So that's 100 people a year. That's one every three days through Facebook marketing. So John really knows his stuff. Yeah. What's one book you could recommend to ML Nation, John? Well, this might be cliche, and I'm sure a lot of people have suggested it, but I got to say it was one of the books that probably affected me the most, and that's How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. I actually like listening to it on audio. I think it's just a fantastic book for someone that's getting involved in network marketing, and it really changes um, some of the philosophies that I think the average person would have getting involved in the business. Of course, you know, GoPro by Eric Worre is a great book. Your first year network marketing, um, 
I would also say the four-hour work week with Tim Ferriss really affected me because I never heard anyone talk about outsourcing and some of that type of conversation. Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, you know, is a great author and really talks a lot about social media. I know you only asked for one, but those would be a couple others. And of course, uh, you know, you you got to read or at least listen to Think and Grow Rich. So um, that would be some of my different suggestions. But how to win friends and influence people personally affected me the most at a very young age. And ML Nation, I know you love audio. So if you haven't read it, you can get an amazing free audiobook like How to Win Friends and Influence People for free at MLMNationBook.com. That is MLMNationBook.com. Now, John, here's the last question, the million-dollar question. You ready? Sure. Before we go to the million-dollar question, ML Nation, I know you want to grow your business, and I know you want to earn more income. So that's why I want to share with you something that will instantly help your business and increase your income. You already know the importance of sponsoring. And if you can't sponsor, the fact is you simply won't earn any real income in network marketing. Sponsoring is so important, and that's why I'm inviting you to a free training that will change your business forever. I want you to check out my free sponsoring workshop webinar, where you're going to learn how to invite more prospects, overcome the objections, and sponsor more distributors. You can register for this free training at www.sponsoringworkshop.com. Again, that's sponsoringworkshop.com. If you like these podcasts, these podcasts for ML Nation and these trainings, you'll find this free webinar even more helpful. This is the training that helped me earn over a million dollars in MLM and giving me the residual income so I can be a stay-at-home dad my kids and also have the time to give back and produce these MLM Nation podcast episodes for you. This is the training, the skills that help me become successful in network marketing, and you're going to learn this at this free sponsoring workshop webinar. So some, here are some of the things you will learn and get. You're going to get the first step you must take before you even talk to your contact list. You're going to discover the three type of prospects and how you must talk to them differently. Because not all prospects are the same. They're different. You also get my proven code market scripts that will help you convert strangers into prospects. These are the things that help me. I mean, I didn't sponsor 200 people in a year, but I sponsored over 80-something people in one year. How would your business grow if you sponsored 80 people in a year? You also learn how to get prospects to overcome the objections. So listen to your presentations. You know, an MLM objection, how to, you know, I don't have any money. So you're going to discover, you're going to learn all those things. And also, the best part is you get my famous six-figure close. So you can sign up prospects. And this is the same script, why it's a six-figure close. Because I used it to sign up one of my party friends. This guy was a party animal. And I used that six-figure close. And he joined, and now he's a diamond director and earns me a six-figure passive income just from one person. And so you'll get the same six-figure close on this free webinar. So anyway, enough of what you learned. What you really need to do now is register right now or write this website down. It's at www.sponsoringworkshop.com. Okay, sponsoringworkshop.com. This free webinar is offered three different days. That's the cool part. This is three different days at four different times. So they can, so that anyone around the world, because I know ML Nation, you guys are global, you can listen to it. And even better, if you don't have the patience, you want it immediately, there's an option. If you go to sponsoringworkshop.com, there's an option to watch it now immediately. So you can watch it right now and learn. So start learning the skills that help me build a million-dollar ML business and go to sponsoringworkshop.com. So I look forward to seeing the training. So now you know about something that's going to help you. I have to share that with you. Let's go back to the show and to the million-dollar question. Here's the million-dollar question. Imagine you had to start all over again 
and you knew no one, but you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you would do to find prospects and build an MLM business from scratch? That's a great question. I would absolutely use graph searching on Facebook for leveraging the internet. I would also start putting out content, sharing training videos, ideas, insights, tips, strategies to build my list and to generate leads and generate an audience. Offline, I would probably start you know, joining some networking groups, meetup.com and BNI groups, stuff like that. As we wrap up, do you have any last words or advice? And then uh, what's the best way our listeners can connect with you, John? Well, they could email me at john at realjohnmelton.com. They can also check out my blog, realjohnmelton.com, and enter their name and email. Obviously, that'll subscribe to my newsletter, but also you'll get a free audio download on how to be a monster recruiter. It's a 20-minute audio MP3 my wife and I recorded. Um, any last words? I mean, honestly, I just love what you're doing, Simon. I think this is a fantastic platform. Uh, it's a great idea to interview top leaders from different companies. And again, I just want all of us to elevate the industry. I have an abundance mentality. I don't, you know, I can't believe the way I used to think. And I don't agree with the scarcity mentality that some of these leaders have where they only want their people to listen to what they're teaching and what their company says to do. I think today, if you're not embracing social media, the internet, and you know some of the generic trainings that are going on out there, I think you're, I think you're, you know, just having more of a scarcity mindset. So ultimately, I'm a, a big believer in you know what you're doing and putting out valuable content into the marketplace. I just love it. Oh, thank you, John. You know, uh, just to touch back on something you brought up early in the show, you talked about right now. There's so much content out there, right? You go to YouTube. There's like yep. probably a million YouTube videos about MLM training. So one yeah. of the things is the one part of the vision, the purpose why I did MLM Nation was sometimes the new distributor can be confused. How do you know what you're listening to? And that's why I create MLM Nation. Kind of like do the whole. I do the homework and you know find lead real leaders like yourself and put them yeah. on stage instead of going to YouTube. Just type MLM training. You have a million results. And he's like, oh, where do I start? So yeah. Um. So that's why I did it. Just to, you know, because you have great stuff, great training, great knowledge. The stuff you shared today about social media, the stories are awesome. So thank you for that. Absolutely, I appreciate you having me on, Simon. ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and today you've been hanging out with John Melton. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.net and type in John at the search bar and the show notes, John's contact info, his websites, the resources will pop right up. In order to be successful in network marketing, you must help others. So John, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with MLM Nation today. Absolutely, Simon. Appreciate you having me on, buddy. John, MLM Nation, we're grateful to you and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thanks again. Absolutely. Thank you. ML Nation, I really just love that conversation with John Melton. I don't know about you, but just so much nuggets of wisdom about real. I mean, he's really real. Like in his bio, he talked about very what he calls unique honesty. And it's just like I said on the show, it's like a brother from another mother. You know, we're very no BS, no hype, give people the real deal. Uh, I don't like it when I tell people you can retire in two years. You know, because that's, you know, if you think you're going to retire in two years, you just sit on an island and sip coconut drinks with a little umbrella in them. That's not the mindset in order to be successful. You know, all successful people, once they start, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong if you actually came in like that way, because I'll be honest, I came in for the money, but I was very quickly realized that what motivated me was not the 
money where it's really about the purpose, right? Because if it's just about the money, it's very easy to quit. It's very easy to get discouraged. It's very easy to lose focus. So it's got to be bigger than that. And um, so that's my challenge for you. What's your why? What's your legacy? Right? My purpose to doing the business, to have a positive impact, as many lives as possible. It's the same reason why I'm doing uh, MLM Nation. The same reason I do MLM Trading is because I want to have a big impact. And my beliefs are, you know, everyone's born with unlimited potential, and I want to help you achieve it. Whether it's not me or someone else, the network marketing allows you to achieve that. Number two, network marketing allows us to give more. Give more of our time to our loved ones. Not just that, but back to our communities and the people who need help. And the third thing is creating a legacy. Like John shared like about his son. You know, his son was getting negative and he, how he was able to quickly correct that. And if it was before network marketing, he wouldn't even know that. He probably thought that was normal behavior. And it's the same thing for me. Like before, I used to watch ESPN, Sports Center all the time, had the TV on, right? I used to watch sports. And now I just, after network marketing, realized the harmful effects of TV. I actually read a great book, by the way, for, if anyone's expect having kids, Brain Rules by John Medina. Brain Rules by John Medina. And that just uh, talks about the negative effects, especially with newborn and infants, of how bad TV is for the brain development. I mean, that's something I watch. That's why we don't have TV in my house. You know, even no YouTube videos, nothing until my kid became or a little bit over two. That's when we actually allowed him to watch anything because it's really harmful. Anyway, um, Kind of end up talking about baby self-development. But it's, and that's actually one of the cool things about that work. I wouldn't even know that. You know, John talked about systems, getting plugged into a good system, and also just giving, providing value and focus. And I think that's the main takeaway, just being focused, right? Whatever you're doing, especially social media, so much stuff going on, choose one thing and be really, 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 really good at it. And that's the same reason why, you know, right now I haven't been on Periscope playing around with it because I'm focused on my Facebook branding, working on that. Instead of being like getting a B here or B here, I want to be an A, A plus right there. And um, so whatever your social media is, just choose one and be really good at it. It'll get you more prospects, more leads than if you try to do everything. And so definitely check out John's uh, you know, John's website. Go to the show notes page, mlnation.net. Type in John. And this guy signed up 300 people in like three years through Facebook. I mean, that's something I would check out then, right? So check him out, John Melton. And if you like the show, make sure you leave a review on iTunes. Uh, and also subscribe on iTunes because that keeps the shows coming to you automatically. They get downloaded to you automatically. And, um, and again, the best compliment you can give is sharing. Share it with your downlines. Share this training with your, your friends in network marketing, your uplines, your crosslines, and share with your prospects. You know, if those who are look, looking about to do other businesses, real estate, mortgage, like what kind of John did, he found out of all the businesses, network marketing was the best. So, that's it. Really great show. Uh, I guess I have to work and get John back on the show. I actually felt he had he and I had so much in common. We could have talked on and on and on uh, forever almost because our beliefs and our philosophies, even the stuff he talked about investing, right? By the way, that probably the best nugget. I uh, almost forgot about that. Gosh, there's so many stuff I forgot about. It. It's like the best investment is investing in yourself. And that's so true. Like some people ask me, should I invest in real estate, coins, gold, stocks? What, what should I do? Or what other businesses? You know, invest in yourself. And that's what I did. And once you invest in one thing, like I got into online marketing, as, you know, actually it was pay-per-click advertising like over 10 years ago. Then the one thing led to another about websites and blogs and social media and then coaching, training and podcasts. One thing leads to another. Just invest in yourself and whatever you should invest your money and time in after you become successful in network marketing, the answers will reveal themselves. Your subconscious will be working in the background and reveal that to you. All right, that's it for the show. 
Thank you, MLM Nation, for listening. Again, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. Share this with your friends. And thank you okay, for listening. And remember, network marketing, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on as many lives as possible. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. So prepare to take off.